welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving me a tip. It's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep Block Talk going like a strong cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Well, the world stage is set, and after that episode, I think some people in the fandom are a bit bitter. Drag Race UK's Birth of the World has begun, and we are going to talk all about it. Joining me on this little adventure is the always ready and able Miss Felicia. Hello! I'm back, 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 back again. Now listen, I know I teased earlier this week that I had a different guest, but that bitch bailed. <laughs> that bitch bailed, Poppy! You, you did that. Poppy. Uh, well, I feel honored to replace Poppy. And I know. I you, do feel you... like... I'm becoming the jujube of this podcast. You, you, oh, you really are. And honestly, I think after replacing Poppy, you should take her UDP crown. Just my, I, just my. Thought. I'll take it. I'll take it. I worked hard for it the first time. <laughs> well, what a show we were gifted, weren't we? It's a. It's going to be a really fun season. It's a really all star cast. It's a great cast, and the fandom is going insane already. Wild, yeah. Stop it with the death threats, people. Come on. Yeah, please. It's, just, they're, it's not They're necessary. not getting enough money out of the season for death threats, y'all. No. <laughs> like, chill. Well, let's just give the disclaimer out there. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said in the podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. So whatever you say is for entertainment purposes. Don't spread hate unless we're talking about it on this. So true. But before we begin, we got drag news of the week. Are you ready? I'm excited. Yeah. The cast of Drag Race Espana season two will be announced on February 20th. Yes. And they um, released some promo photos of the judges. Yes. Supreme. She has a new wig. Thank God. I know. They are great. all very colorful. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'm excited. I thought that was a really great season. And you know what? I'm ready for it. I'm happy to hope, give it a second chance. <laughs> I just hope we're not doing three shows at once because I can't do that one. Yeah, I'm fine with two for now. 14 and this season seem to be a good, they're, they're a few days away from each other. And especially because it, we got Survivor coming up in, in March also. So like I, I kind of need, I, I need it to be a little easier. I know. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it. Let's dive in and discuss UK versus the world. Overall thoughts. What did you think? I enjoyed it. Um the cast is really great it's gonna be hard to see like most of these queens go yeah who were you most looking forward to when the season began definitely i was looking forward to see pangina like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pete because that's so exciting um 
Blue, I loved her first run on UK. She was my favorite of that season. So I was really happy to see her back. Um, Anyone you weren't excited to see? I mean, I, we've seen Juju a few times. I feel like she had a lovely run on her last season that she was on. I mean, All Stars, not Queen of the Universe. But, yeah. um, and I, I just feel like I, I don't think there's going to be that much more growth from her to see. We've seen Juju B 2.0, and that was mm-hmm. fun. From what we've seen this episode, I don't see a Juju the Juju B 2, 2.0, a 3.0. I'm seeing like 1.5, which is All too right. bad. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll, we'll discuss it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give all my opinions away before we even start talking about the episode, but um, That's yeah, fair. those are my initial thoughts. All right, well, it's time to find a global superstar. For the first time in Drag Race history, queens from different franchises will compete to be the global drag superstar. So we're doing entrances on the main stage, and I really don't know how I feel about it. It was awkward because once they entered and mingled, they just sat there but i guess it was all for the gag of the behind the curtain reveal yeah it was very strange um it kind of made it seem cheaper i was like oh is there no budget this time which like is kind of a a rational thought because like obviously Mm -hmm. they still have the workroom and like yeah normally they just walk in on the workroom but i was like this is weird they didn't really have a place to go and it kind of made them all like line up and like watch it was weird well bag of chips is stunning Bag of Chips' class. It's her, the People's Princess. Bag of Chips! She says that she was best known for talent. It may all well and good look to look amazing, but you need the goods. We're going to see a little montage of her highlights, including Snatch Game, Frock Destroyers, and her much better moment. She says that she is representing the UK because you can't get more British than a bag of chips. All right, so this look. No designers listed. It's going to be a trend for bag of the season, I have a feeling, but she is doing a riff on Princess Diana. I appreciate it. It's a bit tacky with all the pearls, but hey, that's British drag. I think the hair is exactly what the inspiration is supposed to be. I don't know why it doesn't touch the ground, but that's a choice on her. Um, what do you think about this look? It's okay. Um, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Everything you said, I agree. The pearls look a little tacky. I didn't know why it didn't touch the floor either. The hair is appropriate um yeah that's all I have i'll to give say. it a two it's just not i give amazing. it a soft two yeah well i wish we didn't see her bra peek at her black bra um, peeking out that's a choice <laughs> the audience was 40 percent to 60 percent boot and i feel like the audience is just never going to get on the side of bag of chips on any level i'm i'm not going to get on any side of bag of chips either so i'm with the audience on that well, what's the crack? It's Blue Hydrangea. She was the first Northern Irish queen on Drag Race, and she is proud of what she did on that season. She came in fifth. She said she was naive and shy, and now she is fabulous and confident. She's got her own TV show, her own makeup line. What TV so show cool. is that? What's her TV show? It's on BBC Three. It's a makeup show. Oh, cool. Is there anywhere I can watch it? BBC was online but now it's on tv now it's that's a TV big thing now. right yeah it's that that's the big thing <laughs> okay. um so i don't know i don't know where you can find i'm sure it's available to torrent oh, i'll look into that well look by ida jewels by girl 1000 hair by wig chapel first off she is one of the few bitches that can match a colored fabric cat suit to her face like that was yeah that's flawless. that's really good yeah she's like colorful that. she's walking in proving that she is forced to be reckoned with with a paintbrush what exactly are we seeing I can't tell you. Is it impressive? Sure. The colors do go well together, but it's just a lot to take in. 
yeah it's cute um i wish the the bodysuit was a little tighter fitting there's like i don't love the i wish it looked more like an illusion sure. Sure. um but i i like the look it is a lot it kind it, it it's nice i like it yeah it's fine welcome to toot it's a, it's definitely a toot she looks polished she does the audience is 84% toot 16% boot also the hair does not look crusty uh, well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. in a minute, but <laughs> well, Blue and Baga hug it out. Baga didn't know who it was until she spoke because she was all blue. Bitch, that should have been your clue. Yeah. Come on. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Blue tells Baga that it's the best she's ever looked and she's already starting that naughty little tart. She's, she's the like, she's brought it this episode i thought mm-hmm. i was like it's all about blue today <laughs> well baga says that she's had a glow up and then we cut straight to blue's cringe face which i thought was hilarious yeah it was very fun baga <laughs> says she has learned how to look decent oh just you wait just you wait right well hello divas she's ready for another season of her doing mediocre mediocre it's the death dropping diva of season one cheryl hole she tells us that she is best known for walking around the workroom with no makeup on and a stupid wig which she had given a glow up in her promo look it's the same wig oh really yes it is um i don't i forgot to find the designers on this look um anyway she has given you showgirl fantasy i think it looks uh, amazing i think i love it she looks so good yeah hair amazingly styled I think this is a great way to show you have improved in an entrance look. It's true to her and she's not trying too hard. I agree completely. The nude matches perfectly. Mm-hmm. The like feathers look expensive. She looks, it's like Cheryl at her like best. I, yeah. I think this is the best I've ever seen her. It is a toot for me. Me too. Audience, 72% toot, 28% boot. Okay. Again, the Brits hug it out and Baga tells her that she looks amazing. Blue thinks it's UK season one all over again. Baga can't wait to see who will come from the other countries because she can't understand when they speak different languages. Leave it to Cheryl to tell her that she's sure people are going to struggle with her. T. True. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next up. Told you all she was going to be back this time. You won't need your subtitles, though. It is Janie Jacquet and what a brilliant entrance line that was smart yeah that was great from Drag Race Holland Janie Jacquet was the runner up to Envy Peru because no one was taking that bitch down it was just fucking impossible who was going to do it she shares that the Netherlands is known for talented artists DJs and they are really forward in the club scene Uh, they also were the first country to have gay marriage this look is by Mittel Meyer nails by EXO by Gaia so she's blue all over she very is. simple monochromatic but i love how it's styled i love the latex and blue it's really hot the blue straight hair is not what we're used to seeing her in but i like it with this specific look it's not a showstopper but it's a good first impression i agree with everything you just said it reminds me of her like her beyonce look from the first yeah. episode of, it's like the similar that jackay which like she ended up not really being like that exactly. wasn't really what she gives all the time, but apparently she gives it sometimes because it's this is in a similar house to that. Um, I yeah. like it. It's nice. The blue hair me. looks good with the the blue bodysuit. It looks good. I like it. Toot for me. Toot, yeah. Audience, 70 percent toot, 30 percent boot. Okay. So she is not intimidated because she has so much that they didn't don't know that she has because they didn't show it on her season. So she's going to gag all the bitches. 
apparently this is her first time in the UK. So welcome to the biggest stage while you're in the UK. Yeah. All right, mom, I'm home and I want a snack. It's the big titted drag clown from Canada's Drag Race, Jimbo. What is it with eating food in entrances and then tossing the cheese and ham toasty at blue? Why, why do we do this? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if the ham is the same ham she used as her performance. <laughs> she says that Jimbo in drag is bigger than life and takes the audience to wild, wonderful places. This look is by Jenny Mummery. I think this is sensational. It's clown it's so queen cute. of hearts. The color story is wonderfully presented. I think the construction of it makes it an ordinary catsuit into something extraordinary. She's giving you clown, but it's so elevated. It is. I wish she was had roller skates on. That would like, oh, be cute. the look. But like, I love it. I, it's so cute. And like, I was worried about her makeup because that was I, my biggest gripe with yeah. her on Canada One. And I'm still not completely at ease, but this looks very lovely. This looks great. So I'm very happy with this. Yeah, I mean, she just, she's not a blender. That is the, the thing she doesn't do. She does not going to blend the way that blue blends or the way that Janie blends. No, yeah, but here it looks great. I'm just worried about, she probably had a lot of more time to get this face on than she will during the rest of the competition. And yep. mm-hmm. throughout the tonight, the rest of the episode, we didn't see any... Anything that required very supreme. We will get there. We will, we but will you know, get this, you this worry. beat looks lovely for her. Yeah. And for um, I'll give it a toot. I loved it. I toot it too. Audience 91% toot, 9% boot. She Baga is going to remind Janie and Jimbo that they will actually get to meet RuPaul. Janie has not met Michelle, but Jimbo is reminded that Michelle is the one that sent her packing. Yeah. Um, that's exciting, I'm sure, for all of them. Because Oh, I have, absolutely. You know, Rue and Michelle. <laughs> all right. Well, I heard you missed your main squeeze. It's Lemon from Canada's Drag Race 1. She made it to the top five where all her critiques were all positive except for her runways and tells us that's not going to happen this time. She has the Drag Race glow up even with lip filler. Have you gotten lip filler? Are you ready for the Drag Race glow up? I want some lip filler. I have not gotten it yet, but <laughs> I haven't the been on Drag Race yet. So we'll the see. amount of people I've seen post about wanting like Botox or filler, and I'm like, y'all are too young for this shit. Well, you need to get it. Well, not the filler, but you need to get Botox preventatively. So there is no too young for Botox. What does that mean? <laughs> Once you have the wrinkles, they ain't leaving. <laughs> well, I'm too old for it then. I guess I'm done. All right. This look is by Florence DeLee, hair by Edward Scissorhands. This is a glow up. It's a stunning garment. She is on brand. She's proving branding is indeed everything. The girls all noted that she is rich in her Louboutins. Necessary? No. Cunt move? Absolutely. This is what I expected from women. Yeah, she looks great. It's a little busy, but she does look great. I love it. She looks expensive. She does. Is it busy because of the way it's cut? Sure, because there's not much... It's all tight and 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 put into a very small section, but it's still incredible. It's still beautiful. Yeah, she did slay. Are you? Do you you know Lemon personally? I do. I competed with her. Her apparently her first time in drag was at Drag Wars. I don't know. Mm -hmm. She she brought the whole audience. She did slay and she won the night. So props to her. 
Um, and then like a few weeks later, <laughs> she was on <laughs> season one of Canada's Drag Race. There it is. But uh, yeah, oh, before. it's a toot. It's gorgeous. It's definitely a toot. Yeah, she looks great. Audience, 93% toot, 7% boot. Okay. Lemon says that she is half Scottish, so she's on both teams. I don't think that's really how this. Pl- I don't think that's works, how it's but... working. But Baga asks who is coming out on top of the Canadian Queens. Lemon says that Jimbo is a top in real life, but she's a top in the competition. <laughs> okay. So Lemon just proves she's a bottom. I don't think that was up for debate, but <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ready for some Thai tea because Panjana Heels is in the house. Ah! It's the co-host of Drag Race Thailand, Panjani Heels. First, come on, we have to discuss her boy luck. Trade of the season. So oh hot. my god. Oh my god. I want to take Can her on I... a date. Sky Casper, I am calling I... you up. You let Please me have Sky. a night with her. Okay, I have a fun story about Pangina, actually. Speaking of nights out with Pangina. I've okay. seen her, I've seen her live. Um yeah. in Connecticut. I, I know Sky. He I like started mm-hmm. drag with his competition. Um so she came to Connecticut and I saw her perform and she used me in her number where she like pulled me on stage and then she rode me like she was like she was fucking me. Um, and it was wild and she's so talented. I'm just so Great. excited. You've had your show. chance. Now it's my turn. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I need seconds. <laughs> she shares that Thai drag is very meticulous and they love the finishings and the details. Uh, this look didn't have any designers listed. Uh, but it was an incredible tribute to Thailand and Thai pageantry. She wrote on her Instagram that this was inspired by Miss Universe 1988, which is also the year she was born. So she uh, is a year younger than I am. Uh, it reads 80s, and I live for it. Yeah, it's her like this beat, beautiful 80s moment. Her beat is <sighs> flawless. She is stunning. Watch out for her. Literally. I mean, I don't know how you're not after this episode, but like she's the full package. Toot for me. Definitely a toot. It's like simple, but it's beautiful. And it like completely hits the mark. Absolutely. Uh, audience, 81% toot, 19% boob. Blue is obsessed with the Thailand seasons. So she's obsessed that Pangina is there. Jenny asks her if she is nervous that they've competed and she has not. And Pangina asks if it's because they have the edge and experience. And Blue is like, you just have to sit there and look pretty. The bitch is excited to see her, and yet she just read her. She still read her to film. <laughs> Terrible. Well, Pangina says that as a co-host, she is used to judging other people, but she is going to now be judged by RuPaul, and that's a new added pressure. Cheryl thanks Pangina for coming, as she is another one who has not won a challenge. Facts are facts. Facts are facts, America. Speaking of, the battle ain't yours, sis. Buckle up, because she's going to be there every week. Thank you. It's Monique, now Mohart from Drag Race 10 and All Stars 4. She describes her aesthetic as royal, regal, glamorous, extra, writer, singer, all-around icon. She is it, darling. She thought season 10 was hers. She thought All Stars was hers. But now that this competition is here, this is the one. Look at her head. It fits a crown. Mm. The look is by Mulan Gabby, hair by Edward Scissorhands, who is getting a lot of action. He's tonight. getting a lot of work this, this season. Nails by Nails by La Quinta. Uh, this is a wild look and it's cool. I love the purple on her. Great <sighs> color choice. Why the green paper flat hair type? I don't know. Not my favorite, but it's what she chose. I, I love the look. I like the hair. I think it's super cool. The like it goes well with the purple. Oh, this is my favorite look of the of of the of the entrances. Of the entrances. All right, okay. It's my favorite entrance look. 
Um, I think I'll it's so it, cool. She looks. I'll great. give it a two. Use. I see the elevation from All Stars Four. Yeah, like it's there. I'm excited. I love it. It's a two for me. A Audience, ninety percent toot, ten percent boot. Cheryl points out that this is her third time and asks if she thinks she's going to win it. Mo's going to snap back and says that if her pussy was good the first time, she would have won that time too. Cheryl says she's grown in two years and is back with a vengeance, to which Mo snaps back again with apparently an leotard. It got like super shady. I don't think it was Mo's fault. The way the queens were reacting. Like everyone was being like sassy to each other. And then suddenly Mo comes in and starts being sassy, and it's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. and everyone's like, mm-hmm. bah, bah, bah. <laughs> like Mimo asked her, Mimo's gonna ask her, looking at all of them there, how will she do? She says she'll be sending y'all home. And Janie is like, I'd like to see you try. The girls are fighting. They're fighting. Janie points out that they were all really nice, and the US walked in, aka, we are tension creators. We live for the drama, it's what we do. <laughs> it's true. All right, you've been expecting from Drag Race Season 2, All-Stars 1, All-Stars 5, Drag U, Queen of the Universe. She's collected all the uh, stones. Juju B is back. She's been part of the Drag Race family for over a decade. No designers listed because you probably got this from the mall. It is elevated mall because for this time. Um, the dragon detailing on the little black dress is really cool. Obviously, it's elevated from the last time we saw her in a little black entrance look. Um, is this what is, was the last little black entrance look we saw? The like all stars one that was like crossy, right? Um, yeah, but it I has, it has like some that. embellishments on it. Yeah. Um, I think the dragon detailing is cute. This this is typical entrance look for Juju. Um, I think it's part of the joke. Um, so we kind of have to just live for it at this point. Am <laughs> I impressed? Not really, but I guess you might as well be comfortable when you first walk in. I don't know. I'm not impressed um yeah that's it's all i have to say yeah we've yeah. seen it boot the hair looks audience. The, hair the mug look beautiful though yeah the audience didn't like it either so they were 37 percent to 63 percent boot also i'm looking at the look right now and we can see her black bra i see a black bra right there at least the garment is black but i still see it so that's fair well juju can't believe she gets to do this again and honestly we can't either <laughs> juju notes that her talent it's to be in the final every time and lose. Fourth time's a charm, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, the Divas are here. It's the first cast of Drag Race UK versus the World. Again, as you said, it's a very good cast. It's a fun cast. It is. My only gripe is like, ugh, I wish they hadn't like released all these. Well, UK2, which was like one of the best seasons we've had in so long. Well, it's and then because not have UK2 that, obviously has... was filmed. The, the filming right. doesn't, the timeline doesn't line up. Right. But it's like, ugh, like I wanted a few of those queens instead of hey, they're gonna do I have a feeling they're gonna be doing more of these. So don't, yes, don't yeah, no, totally. Um, I think it's a great entryway for Brooklyn to come back because she could represent Canada. Put her and Priyanka against each other. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, literally, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Well, the alarm sounds and coming down from the rafters in a construction lift is rude. Now, <laughs> let's discuss how corny and stupid and pathetic this is. Why? Why? Okay, do you know what this gave me? It gave me drag you when they would like, and and the the women would walk into the, they would do the work route. Nope, I can't speak. I'm sorry. They, they would walk in on the runway and then Rue would like enter some weird way. So this is what, that was giving me 
Also, let's discuss how great of actresses the queens are because they're pretending like they didn't see anything, like they didn't get rolled out there. But also, could you imagine if Rue was actually just there in the darkness for three Standing hours? The whole time. <laughs> That'd be fun. I don't, I just, I understand TV magic, but I was not believing this for one second. No, I think it's supposed to be a little corny. Well, Rue welcomes them to the greatest drag show on earth and points out that she's judged some in person while admiring others from afar, aka I bet she's never watched any of the international seasons. <laughs> she said she watched all of um, Raven Painted with Raven, so who knows? Maybe Shout out to Crimson! <laughs> Maybe she's watching Drag Race on her time off. <laughs> it's possible. So, at the grand finale, one winner will be crowned the mother Tucker of the world. So what's the prize? Well, we have to remind everyone this is produced by the BBC. It is a BBC production, so there ain't no money. So they get to create a duet with RuPaul. Yeah. I would have just walked off set and said, <laughs> this is not worth it. Yeah, it's it's like a slap in the face. It's really sucks. They have to spend so much money. Well, I heard that on UK, they get a stipend to go on. Do you know if that's true? I've heard that it's for this season. There was a stipend. Oh. There was a there was a budget for runway. It's like, that's what okay. I heard. Okay. Still, it sucks. Like that's absolutely. Lame. Um, well, a portion of the proceeds will be split between comic relief and children in need. So I guess I'm like, it's can fine. the money go to? <laughs> can the money <laughs> go to them? <laughs> like, hey, damn. listen, they are Roos children. Maybe they are the children in need. Ugh, maybe. Bam, there you go. <laughs> well, for the first Maxi Challenge, they are throwing a Royal Command performance where each of them must showcase one of their many talents. Oh, and the rules. All-star rules are in effect. They will be eliminating each other. Obviously, we didn't know officially how this was going to happen. This is now our proof. How do you feel about that? Makes sense, you know. Rue just does not, not want to get rid of an all-star ever. She just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not shocked, like... Did you think they she was gonna send them all home? Maybe. I mean, they, it's she possible. She could have. We could have had a completely new twist too. I wasn't expecting like a lip sync assassin moment just because like no, who are they? <laughs> the UK is not known for their lip syncing. Um, yeah. So who not are they gonna get? But um, no, yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, they all walk into the workroom and they are all shocked to see it's. It's the typical drag race workroom. What did you expect? <laughs> like, oh my God. Some of them are like, mine is bigger. <laughs> then, Literally, Jim was like, this is smaller. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Lemon says they had a giant maple leaf. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was Canada. <laughs> but literally, this is the same, literal same workroom as you yeah, they because all they look, just they all look the same. Yeah, they literally just true. left. Well, Cheryl takes her station from season one while Pangina becomes her station mate. Blue helps Mo take her ruffle piece off. And we are going to see this stunning applique. And I'm like, why did you hide that? Did I you mean, notice all the, the flowers? Yeah, the no, it's stunning. She was ready why? to like, lip sync or do whatever she needed exactly. to. She was ready for a reveal. She was ready. And it would have been a serve. Maybe it, she was expecting like a runway moment. So she could have like torn it off. Yeah. I don't know. Well, meanwhile, Baga is face down on a bucket with Jimbo pushing her and crashes into the set. And this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, a wild pairing. <laughs> Jimbo is a big fan of Baga as they have met on tour and they have a lot of fun together as they're going to be claiming Clown Corner. Fitting. Yeah, 
fun. <laughs> Mo takes Jujube aside to look at the competition and leave it to the Americans to get shady boots. Ooh, they got shady. They Ooh. start reading. Mo Ooh, says that Blue's hair was the crunchiest and that and wasn't that solid. She wanted excellent. Okay, let's let let's let's do it. Crunchiest? I don't know. Her hair was literally like crunchy by definition. Like Monique's hair was right. like purposely right. crunchy. So I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> like maybe we'll get to it eventually, but maybe Mo really does remember Blue and hates her too. Maybe she has something against Blue. Some some vendetta. And now she says, Baga, you expect what you expect. And Juju liked that she showcased her black bra with her white dress. I saw the bra and it was black. Mm-hmm. Blue asked Cheryl if she noticed that the change came when the Americans entered. And Cheryl says, when they play, they play. Blue noticed that they were standing in the corner reading every one of them and the game is on. Not a good look, girls. No, yeah, it was shady. The rattlesnake noise was there. Now, for whatever reason, I understand we are in jolly old England, but there was a tea set up in tea the workroom. Yeah, so Baga is giving Pangina, Juju, and Mo their first tea time. And it is also a lesson in British lingo. How are you with British lingo? Um, I know a bit of Cockney rhyming slang. I grew up playing the Nancy Drew computer point-and-click games, which are very good for anyone who hasn't checked them out. And there is one game that takes place in England, and there's a puzzle that involves Cockney rhyming, rhyming slang. So I know all about bangers and mash. Um, of course. I did think a slopper was a joke. Like mm-hmm. that made sense to me, but well, let's go through some of them. Yeah. The, the the dogs bollocks. Juju th- thinks it means balls, but Baga says no, it means you're the shit. Uh, will you be using dogs bollocks in a uh, phrase this weekend? Probably not. Okay. Minger <laughs> to Pangina means you're ugly, and she's right. Will you be using minger to someone this weekend? Or maybe. On we'll Grinder, Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> Baga says they don't have a clue about what she's going on about. She just wanted to teach them about steak bakes, bangers and mash, the underground Prince Andrew and Pizza Express. And I was like, ooh, we're getting really topical there, aren't we? <laughs> um, next, we have Slapper. Juju and Mo thinks it means a funny joke, but it actually means you're very, very promiscuous. I'll use it in sentence. Miss Flacia is a slapper. It's true. <laughs> facts are facts world facts are facts <laughs> uk versus the world pangina says that Baga's english lesson is interesting as she is learning many new words none usable in the common language i love that <laughs> all right it's already elimination day and jujub gets the confessional keep an ear open for all season who gets certain lines keep an eye in the edit she didn't need to have it but she did the eye is on the edit Janie is really excited to see everyone's talent. Cheryl thinks there's going to be a lot of songs and a lot of dancing, and yeah, it's going to be true. Now, Blue has to tell Monique something. The first time she met her, she didn't like her. Oh, okay. They were at a gig at Belfast where Blue was in the lineup to open for her. She was starstruck by her in Brooklyn Heights, but she remembers Mo being like, tie my shoelaces, hold my garments, which Mo then apparently shouted at Blue for not keeping them off the floor. Okay, so this is why you have to be nice to everyone because uh, you never know who's going to end up on Drag Race. Also, really? I bet Monique has zero recollection of any of this. Which is wild because that is awful behavior. That is disgusting behavior, to be honest. I don't know. She's lucky it was blue because if it was me, her dress would have made its way into the muddiest puddle I could have found. Like, 
This was wild. I was like, Monique is already digging herself as a villain, and now Blue is. Like, I know. And <laughs> now Blue's solidifying on the dirt. Yeah. Blue says, of all the queens in Drag Race history, Monique is the only one she's had a history with. So rather than be awkward in the workroom, bring it up. Mo apologizes for having a quote unquote Alyssa Edwards moment. She's not in the room, also. Why are we shading her? <laughs> True. I've heard Alyssa's late, but I don't know about all of that. <laughs> right. Blue says things can change in a moment of meeting someone, and she would have harbored it until she met her again. Meanwhile, Janie and Pangina are having a moment together in the mirrors. How does the first elimination day feel? Well, Pangina says everyone is high caliber of drag, and it's an added pressure that they're representing their entire country. Janie asks if that is an added pressure because if you fuck up, they're all pointing at you for representing them. And Pangina's nervous as hell. You have to just represent you. Pangina is really good at taking criticism and penises. Call me. Or me. <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> Pangina believes if you can't take criticism, you can't learn, but she's sure everyone has their mind to play fair. You never know. Juju B has had this feeling before of the first elimination, but this time it's different because it's the entire world competing. And Lemon notes that one little mistake and you're out. <laughs> Cheryl is glad to have Lemon, Juju, and Blue as they are three of her closest queens. So let's discuss it. What's the deal with Lemon and Jimbo? Well, Lemon loves Jimbo, but they really don't text and doesn't know if she has her number. She thinks Jimbo felt robbed after the show and believes when you take that personally, you have to realize it's bigger than her. Cheryl is not surprised that Lemon and Jimbo aren't close because you expect sisters to get on, but not everyone is going to gel. So I don't know if you've watched, but in the exit interviews with Miss Why She Black and Tia Coffee, Lemon kind of walked back and explained her statement a bit further and said that because of distance between Vancouver and Toronto and lockdown, they just didn't see each other or work together. And being in the workroom was the first time they had seen each other since filming. I had heard that, not from whatever you were to just your source, but I heard that. I mean, not everyone's yeah. gonna gel, you know. Yeah, they seem like very different people. So, only I just think know. it was really interesting that that's the comment that she then came back with. I mean, it's been um, a pandemic, so right, probably people aren't seeing much of anyone. <laughs> yeah, I just say own it. If you really aren't close, then just say yeah, just say you're not they close. Don't have to be They're still um, sisters. It, yeah, exactly. Well. Cheryl says that just because they are in the UK doesn't mean there is a hierarchy or favoritism. We'll see about that. Bullshit. As <laughs> Juju says, it has been UK versus the world for centuries, darling. Darling. <laughs> it's time to discuss what they think of drag in their respective countries. And I was like, which producers told them to discuss this? Yeah, literally. Who's, who's in whose ear? <laughs> so what do you think of when you think of UK drag? Comedy, funny bitches, lemon says alcohol, and Mo says baga and something Wong's hairline. She's not even there. Shade. She's calling all these people out. <laughs> now there was rumors that something Wong was in the shortlist. She may have been an alternate, so maybe that she would have been weird. That, that would have been a strange right. option. Um, diversity, my darling. Diversity. True. Um, Canadian drag is cabaret and alternative performance based. Lemon says a Canada is a melting pot of people that drag is diverse. Just look at her and Jimbo. Basically opposites. Janie asks if anyone has seen her season all the way through. Jujubee has. How do they see Holland drag? And Mo says she was gagged and thought Holland had one of the strongest introductions to the world. Blue says the looks were on point. And I agree. That first season. I say they're so beautiful every some, time. Some really great moments. The looks so good. Even though Espana did it better. 
with the looks. Yeah. I liked Holland's looks better. Okay. All right. The um, what looks from Espana? Carmen Ferrara, who got Carmen Ferrara was very beautiful and very polished, but it was very Agitaria. like and wide and like um, I'm sick into my the looks at ho- in Holland. I'm all right, all right. Pangina reveals that they don't have the same word for drag and tie as it doesn't translate. Is it something you can do as a full time job? Pangina says, if you're good at it. She has opened her own club, so the girls are working there now, but because of the show, the girls are working in other venues that are just not for drag. Like, also, one of the girls is a shrimp farmer. What? That's cool. Oh. I don't eat shrimp. gotta do it. I don't don't either. I don't either. And apparently you don't eat your own shrimp. That seems dumb. Bad luck. Yeah, but that seems, if you, like, make something that is, like, of whatever i don't know it well, seems like oh there who you're bu- buying somebody else's shrimp when you make your yeah, own i guess that makes that does not sound practical well baga <laughs> says she is going to bring it to the runway tonight and that's to all her fans around the world oh she loves herself she really does let's head over to the runway let's it's go. time to meet our judges first we have rupaul wearing something she absolutely most definitely got from h&m and very butterfly weird. Boo, <laughs> very weird boo, boo, boo. i usually really love whatever rupe puts out there but this was not one of those moments Awful. i like the hair i like the. it gave sure. me whitney houston vibes yes it did i want to dance with somebody here yeah we have michelle who mentions h&m ha 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 not too soon Graham Norton and the Spice Girls' very own Melanie C, a.k.a. Sporty Spice. In the rankings of Spice Girls, where does Sporty Spice rank for you? Um, well, before this episode, she was probably the lowest. But I loved her as a judge she tonight. She was so good. She was so She was funny. so good. And I agreed with every single thing she had to say. Um, yeah, no. I feel like... I don't know. No. I don't, I, I'm not a huge Spice Girls fan, to be honest. So, are you a homosexual? I am. I I like the Spice Girls. Okay, I'm just checking. Just My checking. sisters liked them a lot more than I did. Um, they're they're fun. I like like three of their songs. <laughs> all right, it's time for the Royal Command performance. We're gonna go through all of them and um, let's see how it goes. Let's see. Lemon is up first, and I know that they get to ask the production team for props and set dressing, but. Her set looked like arts and crafts. It and was not second, great. <laughs> and the second I saw the stairs in the box, I knew what was happening. The surprise was Yeah, gone. true. Yeah. Like, I, like, Sweet and Sour is a very apropos song for her. But here's Here's a cute critique. song. Some of the lyrics were clever. Mm-hmm. Here's my critique. The hair was in her face too much. And her face was just not there. I need a larger and more enthusiasm. Where was the thing. face? She looked bored. Like, straight up bored. She, there was no enthusiasm it was there. It was strange, yeah. It's almost like it was the first time she ever lips into that song. Yeah. Maybe she got the track of, like, on the plane ride there. Or Possible. I don't know, but... Well, she did, in fact, splitty her kitty, because that hurt. Oh, I the last time I did a split, I pulled my hamstring. I, like, still haven't been able to really dance since. Seeing that was PTSD. That looked... Ugh. Can I say all the splits we saw tonight were also straddles, which is like, I'll never have my straddle. So that was wild to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fine. It was, it was, it was, it was interesting because she started it off and it set the tone. 
if she were in the middle, I think we would have had a different result. I agree. I agree with that. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. She definitely needed to give more face. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and and as we've seen the box, not that it's not impressive, but we saw it coming. So Mo and the backing track was just the beginning of the night. It was a distraction, but it was at least close. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The look was cool, except the fur that she was holding on to for dear life. What was she doing? Why was (laughs) there? I liked the look. I loved the hair. I feel bad because I feel like she sounded great. But the track, the mixing was really was so strange. It like kind of added this cool effect to this to her song where it like sounded like a vocoder or something. It was it was but weird. I feel like the actual vocals she was giving were good. I just yeah. don't understand why no work done was done in like post for sound. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like it yeah. it and I feel bad because she's getting like really bad. People are saying she should have been on the bottom. And like she was awful, but I honestly want to hear like the actual song, like want to hear her come out with the single because I want to know what the song sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. I just there was nothing special and extraordinary. Even watching no. it back, I was like, she eh. kept her hair on. She was very high energy, and she was. She's it, it lost was the her fur. wig. She's the lost her wig many times. So I was the happy fur, to it was, see it. Yeah, it was the fur that was confusing to me. Yeah, I guess. Um. Also, it's going to be a theme here all, as well. Jimbo jamming out to the track was a mood. The look was just so wild. That, yeah. Like, now, next up, Janie JK. I love you. I will always defend you when I can. The execution was just off and through yeah. line for a talent show was just not there. Like, yeah. had there been a consistency with the look, whether it's in color or pattern or Dutch things or something, I can get on board. But this was just way too haphazard. And you, honestly, the second you saw the arms dangling after that first reveal, I <laughs> yeah, knew what she was, was in trouble. <laughs> what was that? Um, so here's the thing. If you're going to do these reveals, they can't be such a lower caliber than the drag you would normally bring. And Janie, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm sorry. Janie would never wear any of those outfits. Next time we see a quick change reveal number, it better be like you're you have a bucket of confetti and it falls down and you're in a different outfit. You splash water on yourself and you're in a different outfit. Right, kind of like you see real tricks. Not uh, ketamines is a little better, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I haven't been impressed with these quick change numbers and especially not this one. However, I heard that apparently she got there and production said that her like lyrics were too scandalous, which is why like the track was super quiet and she didn't know if she was supposed to lip sync or not. All right. Well, it's gonna, I was going to say my next critique <laughs> is I need a bigger lip sync. But th- that being said, I had the sub, I watched the show's subtitles and they still had the subtitles for all the lyrics. So little did they succeed by having the music low. Exactly. Um, so it's Bag of Chips turn and what a disaster. She and the backing track were on like a five day delay. So what bad. a distraction. So um, bad. The song itself, it's stupid camp. I hated it. I hated it. Um, I was miserable watching it. Like she starts off the choreo with that initial Lawrence Cheney hop at the beginning. So dumb. Was she much better? No, but no. we loved it because it was ridiculous. And again, I'm so mad. I'm Jimbo, so mad at Jimbo in the ghost look dancing is a mood. <laughs> now I have to ask it. I have to ask. It. I don't know who was delayed, who was on uh, going first, but 
did the track finish and she just improvised the last part of it? <laughs> that was my favorite part. Okay. I hated the whole thing except <laughs> bag of chips is stunning, but Rue is much better. I loved that, honestly, but I, the rest was, of it made me want to like throw something at my TV. It was so weird. I did not like it. Yeah, it was it was a moment. <sighs> it's time for Jimbo. And when it comes to absurdity, no one does it better. Does it better. <laughs> So she was a pregnant ghost with a lunchbox of talent that was empty and empty again. Then suddenly she births bologna. Now, if it was Canadian bacon, I would have died, but I understand uh, it doesn't stick as well. Yeah. So now she's tossing bologna on herself and tosses it to mama. And I hope Rue ate that bologna. <laughs> I don't think she did. <laughs> Not what if it wasn't was, a tic-tac. What was the point of this performance art? Madness? Absurdity? insane it was crazy it was so good it was this was like the best thing we've seen seen. like her and willow yeah are like the sisters of the weird subversive absurdist thing this was my favorite by far of the night like so good and i have not been that big of a jimbo fan like i appreciate some of the things she did on the on her first season but for the most part i didn't love it this was her completely in her element. Yeah. And I'm so I was so here for it. Hello, Divas. It's Cheryl Hall. She is wearing a stunning dance outfit and takes the piss out of herself in her song. She is a dancer, and this is what I needed in a lip sync. She is on 100. She is giving it to you. Yeah, it was fun. It was cute. The track was good. It's obviously the same person who made like Alyssa's and mm-hmm. Shangela's track. Do you know who that voice is? Is that Shangela? No. That voice is in all of their things. I think it's in India's too. Huh. That's something I want to know about. But I liked her number. She was fun. Yeah, it was very good. All right. Well, the second Jujubee was revealed, I said, who the fuck gave her a microphone again? No more. It's like she's oh she's an okay singer. The amount of auto-tune attached to this performance. (laughs) She sure needed that auto-tune help on Queen of the Universe. What would have happened if she made it past that first night? I don't know. Well, Juju is back for more, so I guess it is a fitting song for her. But I was like, I can't believe. I can't believe we're having her sing right after the Queen of the Universe debacle. It was this corny Hilary Duff song. (laughs) I didn't... Now we have... (laughs) Pangina, who is a raptress, and when she showed that black dress, I was like, "Ooh, why is she wearing a box?" Then it was revealed, and I was like, "That's how you do a reveal." Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. I thought this was a great performance because she gave you dance and whacking, and that center split. Totally. Ouch. I mean, I loved this. Like, this is how you do like a raps, like a bitch track song. Like, yeah. it had multiple acts. Like, it really showed us who she was. Like, it told yeah. us everything we needed to know. She's, like, a professional whacker, so she got that in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that My Name is Pangina Heels split was wild. It was so fun. Yeah. And, finally, Blue has done a puppet performance act before, but this was cute as cheerleaders. Eeny, meeny, mo, miny, mo, which judge do I have to blow? I was like, at least she's honest. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it, was, it was a cute number. It was cute, yeah. Um. It's clever to do something that you've like done before and like rework it so it works yeah. for a drag race. Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, it was do cute. you think it was fun. her um backup dancers got a seat on the plane to London? 
she or took, Manchester. Oh no, she. Ha- I wonder how. Maybe she took a train. I don't know. I guess she had to fit them somehow. Maybe she made right. them while she was there. Here's my thought. What is this? retire the talent show? We're done. There's it's nothing. Been a, new we've to see. been a, we've been a lot of talent shows, and it's nothing against the queens. Like you give a bunch of drag queens a talent show, you're gonna get a bunch of lip syncs. That's what we do. That, and and it's, it's we're drag just queens because that's our talent. You know, it, it's <laughs> not fair to keep the critiques being we've seen this before. We've well, seen of course you've seen it before. It's, it's that's all on been you. Done. It's all been done. Yeah. So I, I think we need to do something else besides a talent show, make it even playing field or something. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm really tired of it. I'm, I'm not getting anything new out of it. It was cute or, at first. Or maybe, maybe it's because you and I watch all the seasons and this is yeah. becoming every season and every Possibly. international season. But I expect a lot of people watch yeah. a good majority of the seasons. It is what it is. And it sucks because like now when people do try and like go out of their like comfort zone or something, it, ends up flopping a lot of the time right all right are you ready for the runway i'm ready yeah category is i'm a winner baby and in honor of the runway we're just simply going to play winner or loser Ooh, okay lemon look by gloria swan song making her drag <gasps> race debut oh, i didn't know that yeah hair wow. by kenny bam bam jewels by ant accessories friend of the podcast and nails by funeral face nails i think this is elegant simple and true to her I think the lemon details on her tits were cute. Again, branding. Is it too much branding? I mean, that's up for debate. The blonde hair looked wonderful. I love that she has a nice dark nude lip. The jewels were stunning. I did need the gown to hit the floor in the front, but that's just me being nitpicky if you are going to be a pageant queen here. I agree with everything you said. It's lovely. It's stunning. Um, The lemon titty is cute. (laughs) Her hair looks good. The crown. I like that she had the crown. Mm-hmm. Not everyone had a crown. Some of them needed it. Um, and the floor should have hit the dress. But it's good to me. It's good for me. Um, so it's win or lose. Winner or loser. I'm going to give her a winner. She's a winner, baby. Graham says she had a hard job setting the tone, but she did a great job. He thought the lyrics were funny and there were jokes in there. He was worried that she brought the staircase for no fucking reason at all. Michelle says the jump is impressive, but she feels like we've seen it before. She says the look's pretty and like a pageant winner. Is it beautiful? Yes. Does she think she can elevate higher than that? Yes. Mel C loved the song, but felt it lacked the face and looked nonchalant. Rue asks her, having heard the critiques, what would she have done differently? And says, probably everything. I thought this was a great look. It's a winner for me. Yeah, I think she could have had a better answer to that question. I agree. But, I think she was you know. defeated, but yeah. Audience. 85% winner, 15% okay. loser. Nice. Next up, Monique Hart. Look by Mulangabi. Hair mm-hmm. by Edward Scissorhands. Nails by Nails by La Quinta. 180 yards of emerald green fabric. And Lee, she looks exquisite. She looks so good. I'm shook by the 180 yards. I like looked into it to see if that was true. I recently started sewing, so I could never imagine that's an entire a room. garment with 180 yards. But the Cinderella dress, the Zach Pose and Cinderella dress is somewhere like 245 yards mm-hmm. or something. And it didn't have a trail like that. So a train. So I, I buy it. I buy it. And she, it's, this was my favorite look of the night. I know we saw the headpiece in the promo, so I'm not blown away with it, but it is really cool for the uh, entire look. 
She looks Beautiful. quite regal, and that's on that. I love the hair poking out and having it be against the green. Spot <gasps> on. Perfect. Oh, it's a winner, Perfection. baby. So totally. It's my favorite look of the night. 98% winner, 2% loser. 2% of y'all need to get your eyes checked. <laughs> Next up, Janie Jacay. No designers listed. I love this pageant gown. I don't care if it's recycled from her closet. It is stunning. Monochromatic cells, and she is stunning in all red. Uh, she is beaded in stone, and the nude illusion is perfect, right, especially when yeah. she turned around with the back. You're like, oh, there's no break here. Yeah. Um, she has one of the most beautiful faces and is so soft here. I could have gone with a much bigger brow, but that's, again, me being very, very nitpicky. Again, I agree with everything you said. Beautiful gown. The nude illusion was very refreshing compared to season 14. Some of that that we've been getting. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. She looks great. She looks right. It's giving me Trinity the talk, mm-hmm. Taylor. Michelle says know. the look is beautiful. She wished the taste was in the performance. Looks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come on. Five looks is daring, and they saw the swinging arms. Mel C says she knows how hard a quick change off stage is, never mind on stage, but felt it was a cheap bit. And Graham appreciated the variety, but it didn't yell world class. Okay, that's all fair. Agreed. Yeah. I'll give the look winner. I give the look a winner too. 76% winner, 24% loser. Okay. Bag of chips. No designers listed. Uh, yeah, no one wants to take credit for that. <laughs> so she says that she's paying homage to the Golden Hollywood and dressed up as an Oscar. Clearly, her Google search failed her. Since when does she the Oscar never seen no Oscar. have a sword? He has a cane. He has a little cane. Is it a cane or is it just a split in the legs? No, it's a cane. I just don't I, get it. I, Goog- I, I googled don't... the Oscar after seeing this. It's a gold that face said, and a silver garment. Like yeah. No, this was so off. Looks nothing like. I'm mad. We. I don't give her credit for trying. This is terrible. The, she didn't try. The makeup? The makeup? Girl. It was gold on her face. Girl. Mel C says she embodies the humor of British drag. She says she is giving lots of Spice Girl inspiration as she lip synced badly, but when she was performing, she saw the resemblance to Posh Spice. But her vocals were much better. I loved that critique, honestly. I'm mad that it like ended up being funny and not just a read, but you know, it, it was good. <laughs> Rue had so much fun with the song and it was infectious. Michelle was confused and didn't know if she was Joan of Arc or King Arthur. Baga says she was an Oscar. Baga thought they were going to all be pageant queens, so what's the next best thing? An Oscar. And Rue says, based on her interpretation of an Oscar, they won't have to worry about copyright infringement. That's true. It's a loser, baby. It's the biggest loser I ever did see. 29% winner, 71% loser. 29% of y'all need to get your eyes checked. (laughs) All right, you ready for the next one? I'm ready. (laughs) Are you actually ready? Because we're going to discuss it. I don't remember who it is, but... (laughs) It's Jimbo. Oh, yeah. No designers listed. Let's begin with the garment. Hopefully she Incredible. The, 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 The detailing is magnificent. Beautiful. This is what you expect from Jimbo. She's a chess winner. The shoulder pieces are brilliant, and I love how it ties into the crown. So the motif is black and white, and she has a face mask and has painted her face black. Reverse those two words, and you get blackface. Yeah, you do get that that when you reverse them. I don't know. Do you think it's blackface? I don't really. 
It's debatable. Um, I didn't, because, I didn't feel so, any type so of way when I saw it, but I think had she done an all white face, it would have achieved the same effect. The same would have been less yeah. con- controversial. I can understand how, but also the show before is... adding okay. the black onto the white was easier. So I'm not sure this isn't not offensive. It could have read minstrel line based on some looks of minstrel shows. It could read that way. Regardless, there's been very little discussion on it. And I'm not I've heard, sure why. I've heard there's controversy, but I haven't actually seen anyone controversing. I have I have heard a rumor that it was or will get discussed. That's just oh. what I've heard. Um, maybe off show, I don't know. Um, but I do think it is a thing to discuss because if there are people feeling a certain type of way that she shouldn't have painted herself black, no matter what it was. Yeah. I mean, my first reaction was blackface. My reaction was her face is painted black. Yeah. (laughs) But, and that's, that's the, that's the argument here. So yeah, no, totally. um, I wish my biggest thing is I wish the chest plate wasn't flesh colored. Correct. And this is why it goes I back think maybe to, if it was painted white and she had the black face, it wouldn't even as been considered as that. But yeah. So that's that's the trouble here. Obviously, Ram- she's not gonna paint on her like breastplate that she plans on wearing every episode. Or or if you know you're gonna be wearing a breastplate, put Get a, a piece on top. Uh, yeah, another yeah, piece something. of material. Yeah, yeah. Graham loves her kind of drag. He loved the confidence of the PVC with cold meat act. Mel C was confused and felt the despair. It was outrageously weird. Michelle says the look is magical with the details. Rue is blown away by the outfit. She asks if it was the first time she has done this act. And Jimbo says she's performed as this character before. The look is a winner. I mean, I know it's controversial, but it is a winner. (laughs) It's a winner Um, for me. Audience, 89% winner, 11% loser. Okay. Cheryl Hole, hair by integrations, look by Ban Mac. So essentially, she's wearing a white gown with two stars attached to her shoulder. Sorry, babes, it's not going to cut it. It's um, not, and the stars the, look cheap. That looks like something. The she got hair is huge. It swallows her head because she is smushed in between those two hard stars. I think the gold pieces on her hips really did help create a shape, and I would have preferred those in replace of the stars. Yeah, this look could have been elevated with a puff, puff open sleeve at the bottom. It's just too basic as it stands now. It gives me very. She would have come out with this in season one. Yeah. Uh, it's a loser for me. It's a loser for me as well. Audience, 49% winner, 51% loser. Okay. Jujubee, no designers listed. It's a very pretty dress. I just hate where the dress splits. You could the see panty, The panty, she couldn't have had the same fabric as like a mm-hmm. black sparkle pant, or I guess it's like an eggplant, an eggplant sparkle panty. It's simple, very the, understated. The, the inside is not lined. We can see the seam of the dress. I hate mm-hmm. that. I don't this like feels that. very season two of Drag Race. It feels very um, season two The hair is pretty. I just wish it wasn't so pedestrian. The nude pump has to go. Why does she wear a nude pump here? This isn't enough. It's We've seen her get crowned. We saw her crowning, not seen her get crowned. We've seen her crowning looks. Exactly. <laughs> her, her last one, ne- never would she have worn this. Yeah, this That's is a loser for ridiculous. me. It's a loser for me as well. Audience, 51% winner, 49% loser. 51 percent yeah girls <laughs> we gotta do better 
Pangina Heels. Look by Naron Kitkao. Jewels by Saran. This is exquisite. Oh, she is wearing beautiful. all Thai-inspired culture from Thai letters and alphabet on the body to the headpiece. The silver and white blended so beautifully together. She looks expensive as fuck. Normally, I don't love a no-brow beat, but I I feel the same way, but I get it here. She looks like Nick Gaga. A little bit, yeah. That's their name, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Michelle is beautiful, stunning. Sorry. (laughs) Michelle is excited she's here. She thinks the vulnerability of now being a contestant must be pressure. Mel C says she couldn't take her eyes off of her and thinks she celebrated her culture in such a beautiful way. Pandrina says that she love uh, says that she loves Mel C and that she was one of the one who taught her girl power. Gaga taught her how to be a woman. RuPaul taught her how to be a drag queen, and Ru loved getting to know her in such a short amount of time and is impressed by the look. I am Don't too. Don't forget, she likes Scram's comedy too. Of course, of course. <laughs> None uh, for Michelle though. <laughs> Nothing for Michelle. It's, oh, a it's totally a winner, definitely. So Audience ninety percent winner, ten percent loser. Okay, okay. And finally, we have Blue Hydrangea. No designers listed. She is colorful and it's fun. So she says she is serving BDSM troll doll who had sex with a highlighter pen. I'm not not more confused, but I'm I'm confused. I'm confused too. I like the hair and the yeah. Makeup. She has she has a great Obviously, beat. The yeah. hair is styled well. The garment all ties in together. I just don't I'm understand not, how it fits. The honestly, theme. even regardless of the theme, I'm not that fond of the garment. It looks all right. I don't know if the fits right, but yes, she completely missed the mark with the the subject. <laughs> like this Michelle, is she's yeah, not Michelle winning. says the performance not. was so fun. She doesn't think the look doesn't does say I'm a winner. Graham struggles that she is filthy as she is. Rue asks if she has done this act before, and Blue says she has, as the Spice Girls, where she played Jerry. Mel C says that is a great way to keep Jerry in time. I was like, ooh, we're just shading it. She was reading every Spice Girl. <laughs> Mel C says it was her favorite performance. As far as the look, she didn't think she got the right memo. I'm going to give it a winner, even though it's it's a very soft winner because it doesn't fit the theme, but I feel, still think it looks good. I'm going to give a loser. All right. Um, I loved how the edit made Mel C flip so quickly between like I know, right? I loved your performance. I don't understand this at all. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. The audience was 55% winner, 45% loser. Mo, Jujube, Cheryl are safe with Lemon, Baga, Jimbo, Blue, Pangina, and Janie as the tops and bottoms. Where after the critiques, Ruse decided that Jimbo and Pangina are the tops and the bottoms are Janie and Lemon. Do you agree? I think bull no sorry. I think Baga should have been on the bottom. I was about to say blue. Instead of, I did not mean that. Instead of lemon. Instead of lemon. I would agree. Definitely. But there was no way that would have happened because Baga would have gone home. Well, yeah. <laughs> Baga would have gone that. home. We have a sewing challenge next week. It's not like she's gonna bring that next week either. So why are we keeping her around? Now I do have a conspiracy theory. The, the BBC? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> this means with the four, the four queens who have never been judged by Rue are the tops and the bottoms of the first episode. Right. Rue wanted to talk to them, I guess. And make them the tops and bottoms. Yeah. But there were four that, there were people who Rue had talked to before. <laughs> right. No, but the tops and bottoms, the four, the two in the top and the two in the bottom are. Oh, those were the only people who Rue mm-hmm. hasn't spoken to. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, Um, we are going to get deliberations, which we've not seen on an all-star season for a while, really, like this. 
uh, I kind of I loved it. I always love seeing these like one on one little chats. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The girls walk into the workroom and those cocktails are so fucking watered down. They have no ice. They're like, you can see right through it. Yeah. I mean, it beats seltzer, though. That's true. Like and, seltzer. As, <laughs> as we've learned, um, apparently the reason why the drinks are watered down was jujube. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we all we all heard. Mo is correct when she was safe with all that fabric, but she at least she's not going home. Pangina thought she was going to go home first. She was so inspired by all of them. And they're all so nice. Even Cheryl, who she hated on television. She's really not that annoying. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> it was funny, yeah. Cheryl tells Pangina that she is phenomenal. Jimbo is blown away and is over the moon. It was her dream to clown for real. Is a risk. She says it's a hard thing to send someone out. Cheryl says that Lemon turned it out and Lemon feels shook. She gets emotional. She didn't expect to be in the bottom. And she was in this exact position before. She cries and is immediately consoled by the others. Lemon doesn't think that she had the worst performance or runway. And she's not wrong. She's not. No. Janie feels like they're all great entertainers and it is nitpicking, but fight, bitch. Jimbo says it's hard because her sister is in pain. And Lemon says she has so much to show and has to be there. Jimbo is like, it's hard. She can't just pick, say pick her. She has to listen to Janie, and Lemon doesn't know if the Canadian sisterhood is there. Now, with Pangina and Janie, they discuss that they are the only representatives from their country, so they understand each other. Pangina is closer to her than Lemon. Is it enough to save her? Well, I don't know. Janie says that based on the critiques, she brought something different compared to Lemon, and that her pageant look is more elevated. She's not wrong there. That's true. That's true, definitely. Now, the safe girls discuss how the winners will vote, and they all think it was obvious where they are going based on who they spoke to first. Pangina tells Lemon that the performance is legendary and she will be memed. Pangina has just, unfortunately, seen it before. Lemon doesn't think it should be her night to go home, but knows she and Janie are close. Pangina says it's not about them being closer. It's not her deciding factor. She felt Lemon wants to be there. Jimbo tells Janie she was amazing and loved her concept, she says that it may be up to her advantage to get rid of Jim Lemon, so she is the only queen from Canada, but at the same time, it's her sister. And then Jim was going to read Janie for her sleeves dangling on her dress, but she's not wrong there. It was so funny how blunt Jimbo was. When she Always! Said that. I Always. love that. <laughs> and Janie says she has a lot to bring, and she is the only Holland girl there. So, because this is all stars, I guess they get the option to change. Why the hell did Jimbo not change? Yeah. Did she not? Did she decide? I didn't, in that even moment? Th- I didn't think about that. Did she decide in the moment she didn't want to win or because of the makeup, she couldn't wear anything else? She couldn't wear anything else. Probably that. I don't know. She knew she wasn't going to win. She, yeah. she can't perform. <laughs> she, she's not a lip syncer. <laughs> yeah. The song is Spice Girls Say You'll Be There. Is that one of your three songs you enjoy of theirs? No. Yeah, it was neither of them. It was cute though. <laughs> Now, as Lemon says in her exit interviews, three seconds in with the way Jimbo was walking, she knew she was gone. Yeah, I mean, well, I was well, I was surprised that I wasn't surprised Pamjana won. I was surprised she sent Lemon home. Jimbo but was stiff and chaotic. Pangina gave an incredible lip sync. Really, she was having so much fun and giving you every bit of camp she could. It's true. How, but how many times did Jimbo almost take Pangina out? Like three she times. She literally f- was looking her direction, walking, and fell mm. on top of her. Yeah. 
now the, the interaction after Jimbo did tumble was very cute with the whole leg thing. There was no question. Pangina won the lip sync. Yeah, undeniably so. She gets the gold Rue Peter badge. Who's going to buy me one? I want one. Not me. <laughs> You'll have to find someone else. <laughs> Listeners, buy me one. Yes. So as we alluded to, Pangina decided to eliminate Lemon. And I think there was a slight shock face from Rue. Yeah, Rue gives the shocked face every time now. So. But goodbye, Yellow Jam. Yeah, sad. As Lemon says goodbye to Jimbo, Jimbo apologizes for not being a better dancer, which I thought was really sweet. That and was I think, cute. I think I'm that does say who <laughs> Jimbo was going to save. Well, here's the thing. Apparently at the Roscoe's viewing party, um, she it was Lemon and Jimbo, um, and they were talking about it. And I don't think she should have been able to say this until next week when she like reveals who she voted for but she said she kept it p- saved lemon but she announced to the workroom like when they first walked in to deliberate that she was going to keep lemon and the producers like can you make it a little more vague than that so that's why she was giving all that villain energy <laughs> but well, that's so that's the tea i did not actually watch the viewing party but you know, I watched I, part I, of it. I, I like, read a recap. I read a recap. <laughs> well, as Lemon says, stay juicy. You ready for the burning questions? Yeah, I love a good burning question. What is Lemon's legacy? Yellow. She I think based on yellow. this, uh, she is a bit of a rob goddess because obviously the fandom is the not fans are going crazy. They're going wild. Um, but at the same time, I think I, there would have been a, a, a similar outrage if Janie went home. This was, I think, I think based on performance, everyone is in agreement that those two were not the worst. It was bag of chips. Well, I think everyone agreed Janie deserved to be on the bottom based on her performance. Yeah, but Baga should have been the one to go but home. But Baga definitely should have been there too. A lot of people are saying Juju. A lot of people are not mentioning Baga's name, which is wild to me. I've heard Juju B, which I thought she definitely didn't bring it for the first episode, but she didn't do anything that warranted like going home. Right. So very, very, it's a great way to start the season. People are saying Monique, which I don't agree with at all, but no one's saying Lemon. I I understand why she was on the bottom, kind of, but you know, there were definitely more deserving people. Well, next week is the ball. Who's in danger, girl? Baga, definitely. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's the only one who stands out to me because I think Cheryl's in danger. Oh, Cheryl! Too. I forgot about Cheryl. Yeah, she's in remember danger. That, too. Remember, remember those the gloves? Yeah, I do remember. Um, I think I'm interested in seeing if Pangina can sew because we don't know about that. Mm-hmm. We know that Monique is like hit or miss in sewing challenges. She came out with that card look, but then mm-hmm. I think every other sewing challenge she's been in, she's kind of flopped. Right. Juju B's been super basic in sewing challenges. Um. I don't think Jimbo Jimbo is a seamstress we know or is a costume and, and we and when we know what happened after that design challenge but didn't she wasn't it bad she had that icy was, look was that what she made well that was one of them and then I it was hated the, um, that it was also the princess look the pageant person no no no, no. the princess oh. the one where Tainomi and Alona Verily uh, were the knights I don't remember oh I don't remember yeah. her look Ooh, I don't was, remember was... it Gross. But I loved her um, like latex thing. <laughs> yeah, that she had for the makeover. It's gonna be interesting for sure. I don't think ha- did Holland one didn't do a ma- uh, a design challenge. I don't think. Did they not? 
I don't think so. Oh wait, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't believe they did. I don't remember. Weird. Interesting. Um, yeah, so it's going to be very interesting to see how they go. But after one episode, the winner of the season is who? Pangina. I would agree. Based on this one episode, Pangina is definitely but the one to beat. I think Monique has brought it, and I think Blue has brought it too. I there's one thing I am worried about. What's that? The favoritism of Aga. No, it's oh. everyone sees Pangina as a threat. She in the bottom one, she's gone. There, she's gonna get you gone. gotta yeah, chop that's her. That's true. That's true. So based on that's these rules, point. I'm excited. Give me some drama. I I could it's see it's gonna Mo- be a dramatic. I could season. see Monique knocking out Pangina and she's go- she Monique's uproar. the villain of the season. It's already yeah. kind of decided. <laughs> but it's gonna we'll be fun. See. We'll see. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Sure. You can find me on social media at Miss Felicia on Instagram. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A-T-I-A. I'm there on Facebook as well. Um, Venmo, I'm at T Grunin. Uh, that's T-G-R-U-N-I-N. That's where you can also find me as a boy on Instagram. Um, I'm a drag queen and I'm a spin instructor when I'm not doing drag at cycle bar come see me in new york <laughs> those are all my plugs <laughs> those are all my plugs. well thank you for always coming on the show and i'm sure we got like 35 more thousand um, probably yeah so i'll see you next we'll week <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being here thanks for having me the biggest thanks to miss felicia for coming on don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod if you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>